With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to Mile High Report Radio with your hosts, Adam Malnati and Ian St. Clair. Get involved with the Denver Broncos conversation at MileHighReport.com. And now it's time to get to work. This is a special Mile High Report radio podcast, but clearly not the special podcast that we're accustomed to or that we want to do. Uh, with the passing of uh, Denver Broncos owner Pat Bolin, uh, we decided it was it was probably a good idea to jump on and 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 give our two cents and and sort of pay you know pay our respects to, to Mr. B uh, as he is affectionately known. Um, and so, Ian, we're gonna do the best that we can to honor him uh, in a way that is. You know, the the best the best possible honoring that we can give him, uh, knowing that uh, he was and 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 will be forever a a major figure uh, in Denver Broncos history. As I said on Twitter when I got the news on Friday morning, there is a giant hole in the Broncos country heart, and you, me, all the members of Mile High Report the fans, the players, anyone in the organization has felt the range of emotions flood over them. Grief, sadness, loss, damn, just damn. But then you remember the incredible ride, the ride Pat Boland took all of us on. The Broncos, Denver, Colorado, the Rocky Mountain West, wherever you were a Broncos fan, on or off the field, And thank you, Mr. B. 
And I think the moment that defines Pat Bowen as a man is in his crowning achievement, in his organization's crowning achievement, its first Super Bowl. It was the fourth attempt at winning a Super Bowl, fourth or fifth. It was the, the fifth overall, fourth for, fourth for John Elway and uh, fourth, fourth for Pat Bowlin as well. Right. So fourth for them, fifth as an organization. And he says this one's for John. I mean, to me, that, that defines <clears throat> Pat Bowlin. It yeah. was never about him. It was never about him. He was never in the headlines. He never wanted to be in the papers. It was always about the players. And I will always remember the stories that I did and the people I talked to, Jim Sakamano, Steve Atwater, Joe Ellis. The family that he made the Broncos. He wanted you to be a part of his family. That's what he made the Broncos. It was a family. And the thing that made it special and the reason all the fans are so emotional is because they were a part of that family, which is what he wanted. And the fact that so many people have had this flood of emotions and feel the way they do is all because of Pat Bowen. He wanted Broncos country to be what it is. It was always a part of every decision he ever made as the owner of the Broncos. And I, that's special and it's rare and, I am forever grateful that I was able to be a part of the ride that he took the organization I root for to the success that he took it to and allowed it to happen and did whatever he could to make it happen. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's uh, it's such a strange feeling to sort of be uh, mourning the loss of somebody who I have no direct contact to, but indirectly uh, he has had such an impact on uh, in the way that the way that I look at my favorite sports team, um, we we've had the 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 luck and privilege of having uh, Byron Chamberlain, who is a former Denver Bronco, and Steve Atwater a few times uh, come on the podcast, and and sort of a common thread between uh, those guys and and a lot of the other players who played for Pat Bolin um, has always been just how much he made it about more than just football for them, about how much he cared for his players and, and for his, his guys. And, um, that to me is, is, uh, you know, uh, the hallmark of a, a good owner, a good, you know, a, a good, just a good boss in general. I mean, many of us have jobs and, and have worked in, uh, great jobs and terrible jobs. And, and I always sort of say, you know, the, the job that I was the worst at in my life was the one that I probably enjoyed the most because, uh, I really enjoyed the, the, the person that I worked for. He was, uh, you know, a really great guy. In fact, I was, uh, I was at the uh, White Sox-Yankees game last night, and he was sending me messages just letting me know, you know, some of the things I should be doing with my son because it was my son's first Yankee game, and we're Yankee fans. And uh, that connection that we still have, I think you see that through Pat Bolin and, and his players and former players and the way that they react to him. And the the uh, some of the things you see on Twitter – some of the things that you you know you've heard maybe if you watch the you know you're watching the news you're watching the NFL Network you'll see uh, you'll see his former players you'll see the people who who used to work for him uh, say nothing but great things about him because he you can tell he truly cares 
about his organization and about the people who are connected to it. And that extends all the way down to fans of the team. It's not just about the people he's paying money to. It was about the people who were a part of it and and were a part of it. And so this is the passing of a a great man who has had a huge impact on the NFL and on his team and and on the people that that make it what it is on, on Broncos country. And so, you know, just saying goodbye, I mean, we haven't really seen Pat Bowen in a while because of Alzheimer's, which is a, a terrible disease that, uh, you know, I've, I've seen uh, in my family. I'm sure many people have a connection to Alzheimer's as well. And it really does take people away from you before they're actually gone. And that's kind of what this has been like with Pat Bowen. But knowing that he has been the driving force behind the connection that the Denver Broncos have with their players, their fans, the community at large, the the broader community of Broncos country, like you said, that all that all came from the great man who who took over the franchise and turned it into really a, a perennial NFL franchise. And in terms of tributes, and in terms of paying respect, the Broncos need to announce that it is now going to be Pat Bowen Field at Mile High Stadium. Yeah, I think that has to happen. I think that there's there's been such a, a problem with naming rights in general, and I don't want to get into the business side of it, but I feel like there's an opportunity here for the franchise to do the right thing and recognize him for the greatness that he that he brought to the franchise. The reason that they are what they are is really because of his ownership, and so you you pay homage to him by doing that i think is the way to do it now will they do it i don't i don't know i don't know that i really want to get into speculation about that but uh, it is clear that that is something that most fans have I mean, i've seen i've seen tons of people tweeted on twitter about you know this is what needs to happen and i'd like to see it uh, take place but it it might it might not but but that would be the great honor that that should be bestowed upon him the other thing i would like to see is while the Broncos play in the Hall of Fame game on that Thursday, they need to allow every player and every member of the organization to be in Canton for Greek speech, Steve Antonopoulos, for his induction speech for Mr. B into the Hall of Fame. I think not only do the players need to be there to show their respects and honor him getting that finally that accomplishment, but I think the whole organization should be there. That's a, yeah, that would would be a great way to, to, to allow them to, it, it, it sort of turns the, it turns the hall of fame induction ceremony into a bit of a memorial service, right? Um, a little bit like a funeral almost. Um, uh, and it's, I don't want to get into the frustration of this coming too late and him, uh, being inducted after passing, but, uh, there is some. I, that's part of that anger that you talked about. You know, the the seven stages of grief. The anger part is, he he wasn't honored when he should have been honored, and now he's uh, he's not around to really to really be honored in the way that he should be. So that would be the that would be the tribute that the NFL could give to the Denver Broncos for Pat Bowen. And I, I, I I'm trying to think of all the accomplishments 
that he had as owner. And obviously there's the more Super Bowl appearances than losing seasons, which is just it, what else? it is, what else, it is to, what else do you say? <laughs> it is hard to comprehend that. I mean, his organization had more Super Bowl appearances than losing seasons. But it's also for what he did to help turn the NFL into the behemoth that it is. I mean, Sunday Night Football is the most watched show on television. The reason there is a Sunday Night Football on NBC is because of Pat Bowen. So he... The, the success of the Broncos and the success of the NFL is directly tied back to Pat Bowen. And I, I just. Well, he would. You think of the biggest moments in Broncos history, and obviously it's John Elway refusing to play for the Baltimore Colts, and then them trading the number four pick to get John Elway. Obviously, that's huge. Peyton Manning making his decision to come to Denver after being released by Jim Ursay and the Colts. The the draft of Floyd Little and Terrell Davis. The hiring of Mike Shanahan. But I think the biggest and most important moment in Broncos history is when Pat Bowen bought the Broncos from Edgar Kaiser. In March 1984, that's a huge moment. It's the, it's the biggest moment in Broncos history, and it, and the reason it is is because of all those accolades. That first one that you touched on, the um, you know more Super Bowl appearances than losing seasons. Also, uh, the one that's been been kicked around a lot today that I've seen is uh, the first owner in in NFL history to win 300 games. Uh, in 30 seasons, it's an average of 10 wins a season. That's that's an in, insane number to average 10 wins a season in a world where really average is is 500. He was above 500. He was what you would call above average, and so that is uh, that is an incredible stat as well, and one that that I think in, is indicative of his desire to be great at all things, be number one all the time. The um, the fact that he started every year with the the prediction of 19 and 0 and a Super Bowl championship that was how he started every year this is what the Broncos are going to do now maybe it's tongue in cheek a little bit but it's also that's the competitiveness the competitive fire of a man who wants to win at all things and um, i think it's interesting that we talk about his competitiveness in the football f- arena but he was also a triathlete and someone who competed uh, as it, on his own as an athlete and someone who um, wanted to win in business, he wanted to win in his in his own personal sporting events, and he wanted his franchise to win. And he was he was a winner. He was he was. If you said, "Well, describe a winner to me," I think Pat Bowen would be what you would describe because of the way that he lived his life and the way that he went about putting t- putting together a winner in all facets of his life. A winner, a winner in business, a winner on the field, a winner in in his personal sports accolades, those kinds of things. And that that sort of bleeds into his his franchise. That bleeds into the Broncos. That that creates an atmosphere uh, where where players say, you know, our goal is to win the Super Bowl. And if it's not to win the Super Bowl, then why are we here? And maybe some people laugh at that and say it's not realistic. But that's that's what the Denver Broncos were all about. And that comes directly from Pat Bowlen. Uh, and I suppose in his passing, the hope is that they continue to honor his memory by never forgetting that. 
I hope that's the one thing that does stick is if it, if it doesn't end in a Super Bowl, it's a failure. And the other thing that I hope that sticks and it's, I think it's, it's tied together. They're interconnected is the aspect of family. The Denver Broncos are a family, not just inside the walls of the UC health training center at Dove Valley, but all of Broncos country is a family because that's what breeds success. That's what leads to the franchise being successful when you know your owner has your back no matter what. That's what leads to, well, we know if we don't get, we, if we don't win a Super Bowl, it's a failure because our owner has put us in the position to make sure that happens. So I hope those are the two things that stick with the Denver Broncos now with, with Mr. B's passing, which I I think, as I said at the top, there, there is a hole in Broncos country's heart. And I, I don't know if it, it will ever get filled, but as is the, the case with the passing, you have the memories and you have the unforgettable ride. There's the grief, there's the anger, there's the loss, there's the sadness, but there's also the unforgettable moments that he was directly tied to. I mean, I I think of his sheer joy on the sidelines at old Cleveland Stadium when the drive was going on and he and John Elway completed that pass to Mark Jackson. I mean, he was he was exactly like every fan of the Broncos watching at that moment, just leaping out of sheer joy. And I and I I will remember that. I will remember him up on on the stage at Qualcomm Stadium in San Diego, or was it Jack Murphy at that point? No, it was it was Qualcomm. It was Qualcomm. And him saying, "This one's for John." I I mean I that moment, as I said that that will always define Pat Bowen to me. You know, an interesting one is the, the one that replays in my mind a lot is after Super Bowl 33 when he really could have taken the trophy and, and shined in the spotlight again. He had that opportunity, and, and he certainly had earned it. And, again, he passed off the glory from himself to somebody else, but this time it was it was to us, right? It was to the fans. This one's for you. That, to me, was, was another um, indication of his caring for more than just himself and, and, and really – understanding the extension of Broncos country. I mean, one of the things that, that we like to brag about, uh, and I think every franchise does, every fan likes to say we have the best fans, but really um, I think that his his recognition of how important the Denver Broncos fans are to the to the franchise was, was really great there. And for him to stand up and, and not even uh, accept any of his own personal glory, which he definitely could have done. I mean, this is a, a, a man who put together a, a perennial winner uh, in the NFL, which is difficult to do, uh, and instead he extended it to us as fans. And this one's for you has always been sort of uh, a, a pretty interesting one. So this one's for John is great, uh, and and I think is the best moment. But just below that for me with his with his opportunity to this time it's this time I finally can sort of take on some of that glory. Nope, he passed it on to us and said, "You as fans have earned it just as much as any of us because you've stuck with us through some of the through some of the worst times, some of the roughest." 
uh, moments in, in our franchise's history. So uh, he, he definitely embodied a, a great individual in that sense as well, um, remembering in those great moments to think of other people before thinking of himself. Like, can you imagine Jerry Jones doing that? <laughs> Not to take a shot at Jerry. We probably should um, maybe leave those for another podcast. But but really, I can't imagine another owner taking that opportunity to sort of just pass pass along the glory like that. And that's what makes Pat Bowen so special because in that moment, it was just natural for him. Yes, and I think was. the only... Th- I think the only thing that we have left to say about all this is just thank you. You've been listening to Mile High Report Radio. Get involved in the discussion at milehighreport.com. And as always, go Broncos.